Welcome everyone. This is um, Indie Podcast. This is our first installment of Indie Podcast. Uh, I'm the host, Tabs Tuchlo, and today I've got a very interesting guest with me. But before I get to that, I just want to um, highlight a bit, you know, what the platform is about. Um, we started Indie Podcast as a platform that's informative for creators, you know. We want to cover all content that is um, uh creative, you know, content that will empower the kids and develop um, content creators across the continent. And today's first one that we have, like I said, we have a very interesting guest. Um, the brother is Munya Chanetza, right? <laughs> I got it right, my brother. Yes, Sony A&R, Sony ATV Publishing in, in Africa. Uh, Munya, is, Munya has over 10 years experience in the game. Mm-hmm. And he's done a lot for the game. But you know what? Let me just let him do the, all the talking. Yes, <laughs> I'm yes. here to talk to him. How are you, my brother? <laughs> I'm nice, Mr. Tabi. So how are you, fam? Lovely, lovely, brother. Thank so yeah, you. man, t- just, just, just give us a bit of a background about yourself, brother. What, 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 who is Munya? What have you been so, doing? So um, name is Munya Chinetsa. Yeah, I've been in the industry for, for some time now. Uh, plus 10 years. I put in my 10,000 hours by now. Which is dope. I know a few things. Um, you know, if anyone really knows me, I'm, I'm really passionate about my industry. I'm really passionate about the growth, and 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 with growth comes education, and that's why I'm re- education is my biggest focal point. Mm, mm. Uh, when we know better, we do better. But outside of that, I mean, um, I was announced as the uh, A and R manager for Africa at Sony ATV, which was also quite a new world for me, but very exciting thus far. Um, before then, I was at Capasso, which actually helped bridge the gap between me and uh, Sony, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, Capasso, which is the Composers, Authors, and Publishers Association of South Africa. So I was heading up the licensing department there, um, just making sure anywhere the way there's music usage that composers and authors, also known as songwriters and producers, are getting their royalties. So Capasso focuses on what we call the mechanical royalty. Uh-huh. So that was also an eye-opener for me as well. And prior to that, I was at Content Connect Africa, which is a uh, an aggregation company. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. is now delving into content creation as well as they have their own uh, VOD platform called Viva Nation TV. Oh, so, nice. So, yeah, but I left before a lot of this stuff started <laughs> happening. But, yeah. You jumped too connect. early. I jumped too early. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. <laughs> but it's oh, yeah. CCA, oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's an aggregation company. And that's where I can really say that... I. I, my career really did kind of develop there. Yeah, yeah. Um, it had to do with creating content, distribution of content, mm-hmm. marketing and promotions. I was part of the team heading up to open up offices in Ghana and Nigeria, mm. um, branches in, in, in Uganda, as well as trying to open up Angola as well. So, I mean, there's, you did the thing. You did a lot of work, right? distribution there. Yeah. And, and, and through that job, I built a beautiful network of people. I mean, if I could shout out everyone that I've worked with, I mean, God has led me to the right people. Because oh, in this yeah. industry, there are a lot of talkers, let me tell you that. Oh, yeah, oh, but yeah. for some reason, or not some reason, God has left, led me to the right ones. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's me in a nutshell, fam. Dope, man, dope, man. I just actually want to jump. I'm probably going to be jumping a, a, a lot across these things. No problem. Um, the aggregation part, that mm. just triggered one thing with me because um, I've been believing that aggregators are publishers. You know what I mean, yeah. and and I understand there's there's a there's a distinction there. There's, no, absolutely. Yeah, can you just? And it's actually very funny because I've been actually saying 
we actually had this conversation in the podcast we did last week, Thursday, that it's almost like publishing may need to, we need to figure out a new word for publishing. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Because people, the confusion is that publish technically is to make available. Mm-hmm. If you say if you publish something, you've made it available. So when I approach people now, where, where while some, when I'm at Sony, I'm like, do you have a publisher? The often answer you get is yes. Yeah. Then I ask, who's your publisher? Then they start naming aggregators, distri- oh, yeah. dis- digital distributors, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll name Content Connect Africa, they name Africori, they name TuneCore, they name what, what, what. And then I'm like, no, hold up. That's, those are not publishers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I like publishers should be called I don't even know but <laughs> so maybe it should be called copyright management oh, yeah, or, oh, so, you yeah, know what I mean bit, yeah. just so it's clear distinction that we are managing copyright that's technically yeah. what publishing is manages copyright and commercializing it so so in the in the distribution of it there's no role that publishers play there's no role as a pub at Sony ATV which is a publisher and all the other publishers we do not deal with distribution of any sort way uh-huh. or form uh-huh. we don't deal with licensing in any shape way or form uh-huh. we deal with Publishing, publishing, <laughs> which we'll it. get into. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. And and with Sony ATV, man, um, I, I just, Sony is big, right? Sony is like Truth. this is Sony, Sony We're from global, yeah, yeah, global, global stuff. Um, I, I was looking it up. Um, just the the um the mix between Sony and the ATV part. You know, mm. where I was reading up that there's um the guy who used to own ATV and he bought into Sony yeah. and all of that. You know, that's hectic. So for me, what I'm what I what I what I want to understand is when you're saying you guys working with um con- uh, composers or songwriters yes is it is it in a sense that um you get someone to write songs and you then take them to artists or how does that really that's work that's actually exactly what it is so the way it needs to work is that there's publishers and their record labels okay so we'll use the perfect examples there's sony music entertainment mm-hmm. which is technically the record label side of sony okay then there's sony atv which is where I'm at, which is the publishing side of Sony. Mm-hmm. So the, the the distinction between the two and, and the services as well is that the record labels deal with the performing artists. Mm-hmm. When I say performing artists, is those people who you see on TV, the, um, the Rouges, the AKAs, the Questers, the oh, Liska, yeah. the perform the faces. That's the that's the record label. They manage their brand. Okay. Which okay. is the performing artists. Publishing. We deal with songwriters and producers. Okay. And that's technically our function. Our function is, and if, if there was the, this like flow chart, is that in instances, we would have relationships, which we do with Sony, the music, Sony Music Entertainment. We'd holler and say, yo, how's your release schedule? Who, looks, who wants to drop an album? Who's working on an album? Can we pitch songs to them? Mm-hmm. They would then come back and be like, yo, Munya, here's our list of artists who are looking at uh, dropping and these guys are interested in some, some people to submit songs. And one of the things I think we need to also do is we need to, people see it, they sometimes accuse creators as you're not a real creative if you don't write your own stuff. And yeah, you don't do, yeah, And yeah. That, that, that needs to stop because the reality is as you grow as a, as a, that the brand is the performing artist, the reality is sometimes you don't have the time to do those things anymore. As much as you'd want to, but you're now in, you're performing at gigs. You're then doing interviews. Mm. You're then there, you're here, you're doing all these different things. And then sometimes the songwriting process is heavy. Mm. So Mm. this is just a way how the, this is how, why it works. So that's, that notion of that you're not a real creator yeah, yeah. Needs to, needs to, must fall. <laughs> I think that is massive in hip hop. You know, rappers yeah. are like, yo, 
But the funny thing is, ghostwriting has always existed. Oh, you know what I mean, and 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 yes, it's actually literally what you guys are, uh, what you the space that you're in. You know, I handle the ghostwriting. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, the, the that's real. That's it. I handle the ghostwriting. Interesting, bro. man. Interesting. Real talk, so. And and tell me now, once once I'm once someone is signed as a songwriter okay. um, for Sony, how, how does the relationship work? So say you've signed Umtuduzi uh, okay. from okay. Soweto. He's a composer. How does so, the relationship? So work? let me tell you the functions of a publisher. So the main three functions of a publisher is number one is to protect your copyright mm -hmm. so you as the songwriter or the producer who made the beat we make sure that nobody can just basically jack your lyrics or just jack your beat and claim it as their own without seeking com uh, permission from you mm -hmm. or compensating you for that oh, so cool. technically anything the, the bottom line with copyright i know there's a whole lot of rules like hey if i only use 15 seconds and then it's not no the fact that you're using someone else's works that's an infringement of their copyright yeah so you yeah. always need to always try to seek permission so our job is to do that Number two, it's to collect your royalties. So earlier I mentioned the collection management organizations and the two here in South Africa that deal with, um, with songwriters and producers are Samro and Capasso. Mm -hmm. Samro deals with a royalty called the performance royalty. Mm -hmm. So the performance royalty is, by definition, anywhere where your song is played in public, there's a royalty associated to that, which you that is due to you as the songwriter or the producer. Capasso, now, they also do the same thing. Also, they, their royalty is called the mechanical royalty. Mm -hmm. And that is more a use, it's, it's based on usage now. The amount of times, like, so when it, so Capasso would need to license, or what we were doing, we'd license Apple. So we have direct license with Apple, Spotify, all the streaming platforms, mm -hmm. all the broadcasters. Anyway, where there's usage now of music mm -hmm. is where uh, Capasso comes in and there's that mechanical royalty, which is then due to you as a composer or an author, also known as a songwriter or producer. Mm. Um, so we make sure that those world, because especially now the world is a, it's a global village. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. So your music could be getting played there in Denmark and you right? have no idea. Yeah. But the fortunate thing is, like Sony ATV, we've got offices around the world. So that's how we'd be able to make sure that you're collecting all your royalties wherever your music is oh, yeah, oh, yeah. as a producer or songwriter, not as a performing artist. And just to make it clear, sometimes we do work with uh, songwriters, the likes of Moonchild, Busiswa, Something Soweto. These are all performing artists. But the reason why we sign them to Sony ATV is because they write their own stuff. Oh, So that's oh, why, nice. that's how it comes into play. Where sometimes That's why it gets confusing sometimes. But when I'm relying on these people, uh, on these creators, I'm relying on them for their songwriting capabilities or their production. Mapurisa, that's his, his production capabilities. Mm. It's not necessarily as him, Mapurisa, the performing artist, or oh. the performing mm. artist, not the brand. So, yeah, so that's also something important. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, as you're talking, there's like, so many points that you do. Uh, you're just <laughs> dropping jewels, bro. No, 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 we got too much. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, have a, I just want to backtrack a few, man. Um, you mentioned, you mentioned, let's say, that Sony has offices all over, you know, the country, all over the we world. We're global. You're global. Yeah. <laughs> You're global. global. And I want to take you to, to just on the side with that and say, how, what, what happens then with a local guy mm -hmm. who is, who's not signed to a big label as Sony, right? Yeah. And his music is playing in, in, in the UK or in Denmark. And, you know, all the dude has is he sees on his Spotify for artists to say, oh, I've got a hundred streams in Mexico. Yeah. You know, how does the collection work from that? Like, um, 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 is Capasso, I'm, 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 uh, I'm thinking they're the ones who are supposed to be. So, correct. So, 
the likes of the CMOs, the Capasso's or the, and the Samro's, these guys, as I said, they would license these platforms. So they're the ones technically responsible for making sure that they, they collect oh, those money. Okay. Then, mm -hmm. so, and then, so Capasso stands for the Composers, Authors and Publishers Association. Okay. That's what Capasso stands for. So as Sony ATV, we are members of Capasso. And what we do is basically, as a member of Capasso, then they pay us, basically. We make sure that the money and all that stuff is coming. And we collect from Capasso, basically. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. So, so with an independent guy as well, that would be the case. Capasso so, yeah. So, as to... an independent, you can still you can still um, go to work at Capasso. Oh, not go to work. You can become a member directly at Capasso. And yeah. I often even I advise that mm. even if you have a publisher, because the dope thing it just it provides more transparency. So even if you have a publisher, if you're signed to Sony ATV, you can still register directly as a member um, at Capasso and stuff. And basically, then. It just gives transparency. Then the money will still flow via your publisher, mm -hmm. but you'll get full. With Capasso, I believe they still still share the statements with you, so you'll see that okay, this amount has been paid. Mm -hmm. You'll be able to know what you can expect, according depending on your deal with Samro. Oh yeah. Then yeah. you'll be like, okay, this is so. It just helps you manage stuff. Yeah. And that's what's key. Yeah. We need to treat this like a business now. It is guys. a business, brother. It <laughs> is. It is a business that needs to be treated that yeah, way. Yeah. So it's very important to do that. Yeah. Right. Right. And 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 um, just just touching back on these, um, I just want us to to, to delve a bit more on this. Um, how publishing and the royalties work mm. and and this is just is because you've got the experience right mm. um so mm -hmm. no disrespect to sony <laughs> no 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 it's all good it's we all just we're just trying to get into this and, and 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 you know people should learn um what was i thinking okay cool so if i'm trying to upload a song online um to okay. a dsp right okay. let's say i do it on myself so there's a platform uh, for example detour music okay that I would use. And there's a part where on the song that I'm uploading, they can give me an ISRC code. Correct. Um, which would be from 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 Britain. Yeah, you know what I mean? It'll be that. Um, so let's say I am the time I want to upload the song I haven't registered with with Samro or um I don't know, for some reason I don't I forgot what is my ISRC because it's a it's one code that you could yes. use reuse for the year. So for example, I don't have it at that time. I use Dito's Great Britain code, mm -hmm. and my song blows up that site. Yes. You know, is there a way of me getting those royalties? How will it work? Because so, so the thing is with these ISRC codes. So an ISRC code is technically, it's the best way to describe it. It's a fingerprint for your song. Okay, it's, an, it's like a code for your song particularly. So one of the things we I always encourage is that don't have two different codes. It also messes. It just creates. Confusion, confusion, technically. Yeah, yeah, you, the yeah. way you should have it is have one code and you have one code only and then you build your catalog using the different codes. But when you start switching it up where you have one song with two different codes, it, it increases the chances of just... Not getting stop getting money. messed up, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Creating confusion and money yeah. not going to the correct places. Mm -hmm. So number one, I advise you to always get use the correct ISRC codes and well, it was in one ISRC code for one song. Okay. And mm -hmm. that's why I say treat it like a business. You yeah. should have it on. You must know where to find it. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's how <laughs> yeah. you need to treat it. It's not just something just frivolous that yeah, doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. It's, mm. it's real. So locally, uh, Risa, here in South Africa, is responsible for issuing out South African ISRC oh, yes. codes. Yeah. So they're the people who you talk to. If you want to, you become a member, you register there, and that's how you get a local ISRC code. And I encourage that. I encourage, mm -hmm. let's, let's really start feeding the local 
like infrastructure. Let's put these things in place properly so that things can be done properly from our, our end. So yeah. when you see that thing on Ditto when you want to upload, you'll put your local ISRC code so that just things are in order. Yeah. You can't have... Imagine as a human being, you can't have five different fingerprints. Imagine right? having yeah. each finger has a different fingerprint and you forget. It just creates confusion. One song, one ISRC code. Yeah. Dan. Awe, awe. Simple. Dope, man. So um, one, one interesting thing that I wanna, want us to move into now is what mm. you've recently been involved with. Um, mm. Solomon Linda. Uh -huh. and, uh, that was that was a big one. Um, yeah. um, funny thing is, I saw the the documentary on Netflix. Um, yes, the Lion Share. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I watched it all, or I hey. don't remember. But tonight, <laughs> no, I'm telling you, if you if you watched it, you'd remember. Oh, so yeah, if you yeah. Watched so it, clearly, so. <laughs> <laughs> because you will not forget. If you oh, watched oh, it. Oh, so nah, tonight. I'm gonna get into it, brother. I'm gonna get into yeah, it. But sir. yeah, just tell us about that, man. This is a very interesting that you did, yeah, man. Um, yeah. Just let us know a bit about that. So. Yeah, I think it, it started when I moved from Content Connect Africa and I moved across to Capasso. And, and that's why I said it was just, Capasso did open up the whole world of copyright to me, which I was not aware of at all. And I remember thinking, if I don't know this, and, I, and at that time I'd probably been in the industry for like nine years, and I was like, if I don't understand this, then how can I expect any, like the person trying to enter the industry, let alone yeah. those who've been in the industry, I wonder how many more people don't understand yeah. this stuff. Mm. So anyway, um, so when I went to move to Capasso, I had to go to school. Um, I, 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 I went, I had a course in the Academy of Sound Engineering. They were offering a course, the course in music business, masterclass in music business, which, which, which I hit that. And during that, I mean, the, the main case study there, if you open up the chapter on copyright, the first on the first page, Solomon Linda. And oh, at that yeah. time, I'll be honest with you, this is last year, so I wasn't aware of this mm. properly until last year. And I mean, I, even during that course, I was like, hey, it touched me, but I was just like, hey. And I remember thinking at that point, I remember thinking, I wonder how come no one's done anything about this? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then I just said, ah, and you know, you move on. Mm. And then uh, my lecturer, um, also advised, she was like, if you want to understand more, there's this documentary on Netflix called The Lion Share. Hit that up and yeah, you'll yeah. understand it more. I, uh, and I made the mistake one Sunday, and it was even weeks later. One Sunday doing nothing uh -huh. and then I hit it. Ah, I was touched. <laughs> <laughs> I was touched. My I was man. touched. I said, nah, fam. So yeah. that's, when, that's actually what kind of spawned everything. Where I was actually like, I want to try to do something. I want to try right or wrong that's been done. And number two, I want to stop this from happening. Yeah. Because yeah. it still happens it's to still today. I mean, that was today. in 1938. Mm, and mm. till today, I can tell you that that stuff is still happening. Yeah. Something that happened almost 80, 90 years ago. Love. Just, just, can we just just, just uh, do a brief thing about it? What's, what's just explain it to us? What was the situation with that song? So basically, um, uh, a gentleman by the name of Solomon Linda composed and performed a song called Mbube. Mm -hmm. um, this song was then basically, to cut a long story short, it was, uh, I guess, due to people didn't understand the they didn't the, the Zulu they didn't understand it was Mbube. That's when in America it became Awimboe, mm. which then eventually transformed into what we know as today as, lion, as the Lion Sleeps Tonight. Yeah, and yeah. Um, basically through that all, Solomon Linda died uh, with 112 rand in his pocket hey. in 1962. And the way that copyright works is. Copyright is an asset, mm. and that's how we need to start really viewing it. 
it's an asset to the point where your family can still eat off it. So that's why it's so important to get this publishing and stuff in order. In order, yeah. Because these are things that it's an asset, a percentage or something is like owning a percentage of a house. Mm-hmm. And like imagine there's a crib and I give you 10%. That means you own that and you can you can earn money however um, it generates money. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, as we're saying, so th- number one, Solomon Linda's family, um, I think initially they weren't being compensated for the fact that he was the originator. Um it's questionable as to whether was he ever did he ever grant permission as mm-hmm. to and I mean that's the thing it's a very tricky one. Um, I know the family shared that he was illiterate. However, there were signatures and documents. Uh, but when you watch the documentary hey. yourself, you must watch it yourself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I won't. Yeah. I won't get into too much. <laughs> oh, yeah. But oh, um, yeah. but the way it works is that yeah, the family should have been there's royalties and these royalties which we're talking about whether. Um, and th- in publishing, and it's the third part which I was going to get th- get to, which was what we do as a publisher and what my job is, is to make sure it's commercial. It's number one is as an ANI, I find new talent. Number two is also to commercialize the works that are there. And how do you commercialize works? Commercializing works is through synchronization deals. That's through placement in TV, getting a placement to placement in adverts, mm-hmm. placement in film, placement in. Um, in series, wherever, in computer yeah. games. Um, so that's where the placement. So if you can imagine how The Lion Sleeps Tonight has been placed, and that's all due to this original composition, you can even think about the monies that should have been generated for yeah. this family. Mm. Um, um, the, the family should definitely be, I believe, a lot more well-off than how they currently yeah. are. Yeah. And the thing with the other thing with it is that... Um, which I, I this thing touches me. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> they just be touched. Yeah. And I mean I've I've had direct communications with them as with well. With the family, yeah. But and, and even now, right now they're very hesitant to even come in front of the camera because yeah. I think they've been through yeah. a lot. And it's yeah. understandable. Yeah. So that's why I just said I'll just do what I need to do. So that's why I allocated them forty five percent. Oh yeah, yeah. Of, yeah, of yeah. the current of the new version of the new version. Mm. Which we, we've done now. But and, um, and yeah. It's such a it's such a powerful story, man. If you think about um this song was released in what, nineteen thirty eight? Right. Um, and what what I looked up was he was signed to Gallo at that time, right? Mm. So um, I guess I'll watch the documentary yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just to understand, yeah, like I how is a brother signed to Gallo, and then such a thing happens. So in 1938, he releases the song. In 1952, the song is sampled in the U.S. by the the Weavers. I think that's the name. The Weavers, yeah. And they start. These are the they, they are the, the guys Wimbo who changed the Wimbleway. Mm-hmm. Yes, the Wimbleway, the Wimbleway. Yeah. And then 1961, the Tokens then mm-hmm. sampled the song, and they come with the Lion Sleeps Tonight. Uh-huh. And in 1961, the song hits number one in the U.S. Uh-huh. This is a song written by Solomon Linda, a brother. So that's 1961. So yeah. that means that song became number one when Solomon Linda passed away in 1962. Oh snap! Yeah. If I'm not incorrect, I think it was 96. So Imagine, and I've, I've, I have also heard that, yeah, he was suffered with kidneys. So, yeah. so imagine what, if, if the money had flowed correctly, and what that would have done. differences. But, and yeah. then, I, I don't know whether also because it was apartheid and it was also a different time, if you yeah. think about it. I don't, yeah. it's like there's so many, it's just very gray. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's touching. And I think that, and that's why, like, with this project that I did now where, I've I've done a remake of Mbube. Yes, and yes. I have allocated, as I said, forty five percent of the song to the Solomon Linda Trust or family. Um, it's just so important to acknowledge that a wrong was done, and yeah. I think the way as an industry, because the the industry, the, the unfortunate thing is, we're not really together. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. 
and, and if I'm being honest with you, and this is being honestly hard heart, as in I, my head, I'm hoping something like this project will bring the industry together where we'll notice a wrong done to one of our forefathers, one of the grandfathers right here, is a wrong done to all. To all of us, yeah. And we need to stand up. And that's why I really, I'm just like, I hope that people catch on and they understand the heart of this project in terms of the heart, but also the educational element, which mm. is even more important so that, as I said, it doesn't get repeated today. Yeah, It's yeah. so important. Flip, and you like like we're saying, actually, it 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 might be happening today because um, mm. a lot of people no, don't. No, it is. Yeah, a lot of people still don't understand still understand these these um, uh, gray areas in music, right? Absolutely. Um, but you, but brother, I would like to really commend you on what you're doing, man. This no, is this is very powerful. We try. All we can do is try. Honestly. Yeah, just try yeah. to do the right thing. Oh yeah. Because a, a better industry for. I mean, it works out better for me as well. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. It's just a better functioning industry, everyone wins. Yeah. From yeah. the publishing, all the different elements, from the record label to you, the artist, the, you, the brand. Yeah. As in, everyone everyone wins. benefits. Yeah. It's an ecosystem, brother. It's, it's an ecosystem. But right now it's sick. <laughs> very. <laughs> it, is, it is very sick. You, you know, when they talk of um, chakras, um, yeah. I might just go yeah. spiritual. No, you, no, right? no, no, no. <laughs> if you're talking of chakras and, you know, um, it, Asians uh, picture it as a river flowing down straight, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you know, there's a there's a point. There's a, each point for there's a there's a crown chakra, there's a throat chakra, uh -huh. there's a heart, you know, all of that. Okay. And if, for example, the throat chakra is blocked, uh -huh. you can imagine what happens to the to the stream of this water. There you we know, go. What I mean, it's coming. The river's coming. It's gonna block right there. There we go. It's it's, it's gonna block water from getting to the other chakras as yeah. well. You know what I mean? And yes. and and I think. What's happening with the industry is people have centralized a lot of things and people have decided to start working alone. Like if you make it, you make it on your own. Yeah. And it's like, hey, dog, you need to find your way. I made my way. You Very know? true. And, and that is the divide that the divide that messes up the whole ecosystem, that messes up the flow. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Because if there's, there's one bottleneck... It messes up for the guys who are coming. You know it's what I problem. mean? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I think I think what you did is is very powerful, brother. And and I hope a lot of guys in the industry in yeah. your space, even higher than you, my brother, would 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 get onto such. Would get into I pray, such. And I really pray they do on the real. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, as I said, it's the heart of it. And then let's take that to really fix our industry. Let's, yeah, yeah. And, you know, there's. I, I know his his name has been very popular in the industry right now. Nota. Yeah, um, yeah. I had a conversation with him about this kind of stuff. And one of the things he once said to me was, he was like, you know, Munir, the problem with this industry is that a lot of people, it has been very self-serving. Yeah. People don't do things for the industry. Yeah. And yeah. he was like, and that's why the industry is where it's at. And he's very much been on the point that a lot of people who are influ in influential positions aren't doing the right things for yeah. the industry. Mm. And uh, however, they've really benefited as individuals and i mean that, it, it did touch me actually yeah said yeah that. i yeah. was like yeah i, I understand it yeah no, no not so he calls himself that the authority the authority yeah yes, yeah, yes. yeah, so, yeah no. i mean that and that was i, I felt it was very real and yeah. i think that's why the industry isn't the state it's in and yeah we just need to do better because yeah it it's it betters everyone. It betters everyone. Like yeah. it's, it's beautiful seeing 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 guys like Nota being so um, vocal about these things. Young guys, seeing mm. yourself as well, 
um, being being vocal and doing something. Yeah. You know, it's another thing to talk about stuff yeah. and tweet about stuff, but you know, action. You gotta action. You gotta do the action. So so yes. at one point, you know, the talking has to subside and it there has, has to. to be action. There it has, has to be start changes being made. 100%. And you know what I mean. The, the industry is in good hands. You know, uh, I think if there's such young people who are actually aspiring to do such things Truth. that you're working with. Truth. And tell me on the on the Mbube song you worked yeah. with um, two producers and Mahotela Queens. Uh-huh. Classic. The, the legendary. Classic. Legend. Also tell me with Moti. I saw there's oh, Moti oh, there. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, yeah, you know your boy. We needed it. Okay, so I'll, I'll tell you the story. Oh, wait, oh, wait. How I even jumped on the song. Oh, but wait. um it was a Mahotela Queen. So originally when I came up with the idea, I wanted to make it as yeah, larger than life and grand as possible. Mm. And I remember thinking I wanted a choir to do this. Mm. And that's when I remember I wanted um the actually no, I'm even ch- running before before I, anything even happened, it's yeah. when I met up for the. I met this uh, one of the DJs slash producers, Boki Alt, Boki Alt in yeah. Angola. Mm-hmm. There was a talk I was going to do in Angola. I was invited by Chloe Management, and I met Boki there, and he was young, enthusiastic, just positive energy. And I remember, like, we just got, we did we got along, and mm-hmm. I mean. He appreciated a lot of the gems I was sharing. And I mean, I remember I just I, at the time it was still a concept. And I just shared with him, this is what I want to do. And I mean, he wasn't the first person I shared this with, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And but he was the only one who actually did something. Uh, if you know what I mean. Where uh, he actually just yeah. said, Oh, he, like I remember I so saw we came back from Angola. I think I think maybe it took about two weeks or so. Mm-hmm. Then he was like, hey, Munya, your project that you were talking about, here's a young beat. And I was like, ah, I listened to it and I actually liked it. I was yeah. actually I feel this. There was, some, yeah. there was something dope from the get. Uh, I sent it to a few peeps. I got positive responses. So I said, Boki, let's move with it. Let's oh, go. Yeah. Uh-huh. Then he got Cuba to jump on it as well to add his thing. There was also um, another gentleman on the keys, mm-hmm. um, Snow Keys, and I mean he did the things. Snow well. Keys with a name like that. Yeah, you yeah, gotta no, do no, the no, things. no. It's icy on the keys, <laughs> yeah, dog. Shit is icy. So yeah, uh, he yeah. did the things, and I mean, so now we had a beat, and that's uh-huh. when now I remember thinking I wanted the the gospel choir on it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I am friends with um, one of the members, and we connected, and we started talking. However, due to I guess the busyness, as in you guys don't know how busy those people are. Yeah, which choir is this? Uh, Soweto Gospel Choir. Oh, Soweto Gospel Choir. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. um. Yeah, ah, they busy. They busy, so you ah, couldn't get So time. I mean, eventually started getting hectic, and also, I mean, I, I, it became apparent to me I didn't know they were signed to a label in Australia. Oh wow, you know things like that. Okay. So then, anyway, it we'll didn't it, it didn't work out. <laughs> yeah, it didn't yeah. work out. But um, things did work out because then I realized that um, they're the Mautella Queens, and yeah. So whilst I was at Cease Content Connect Africa, um, mm-hmm. the CEO Anto Stella. She's been managing the Queens for, for years, actually, now. Okay. And I remember at one point, I thought, why, not, why haven't I spoken to Antos about this? I reached out to Antos. I was like, would it be possible? She was like, yeah, let's get the Queens on. Uh, but the special thing about it is that we managed to get the OG Queens. Oh, yeah, Because, yeah, I mean, yeah, the yeah, Queens yeah. are currently, only one of them is still performing, the, the, the Mama Hilda, mm-hmm. who's the, 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 the eldest queen. She's 78, 78, still rocking. She's still performing. She's got two new Queens with her as well. Um, but... The, um, but the other two retired. But for this, for some reason, the the the, the OGs came. Yeah, they they all came. They together, all came right? together, which oh, is yeah. a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. And I mean, mm-hmm. they came through. 
we recorded the song, and that's what I'm saying. It's not things just organically worked out in such yeah. a way that it, it, it just was re reinforcing the fact that I felt that I'm on the right path. Like, yeah, because yeah. it was just there's an element of ease, like you're just doing flow, it, brother. and it's flowing. Flow. Yeah, <laughs> you're just going with the flow. You know? oh, yeah, oh, so yeah. that was really exciting, mm. and uh, so yeah, I can't thank anyone enough in terms of who believed in the vision. Who who took action and Boki Alt was the first person. So you know, real special special shout out to yeah. you on this because so, yeah. So you guys, so sorry, so you yeah. guys did a remake of the whole song, or what is it exactly so, that you did? So yeah, so basically we've we've remade the song uh -huh. so because the song is in public domain now. So the the basically the best way to say it is almost like the copyright expired. Ah, the copyright ah. for the original song um, expired, uh -huh. <laughs> and, and just to say it in normal terms. In 2012. 2012. How long does that take for for so, copyright expire? I believe copyright is for a period of 50 years. All right. After right. the death of the composer. Oh. Oh. So oh, okay. it's so so obviously so the copyright lasts for the duration of your life. Uh huh. When you die, you get an additional. 50 years of copyright. Oh. So basically you own... Mm. That's why I say it's an asset. Yeah, yeah it is, right? It's it an is. asset. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So the copyright was up until 2012 uh -huh. is when it expired now for the original Mbube mm, mm, that was mm. done in 1938. And so basically when it's in public domain, that means technically... Um, I don't need to consult with anyone. It's an, oh, I'm free to use free whatever to is use. there, oh, as in, as in without having to consult with anyone, without having to do anything. I can oh, just. Yeah. So that's why even with this project, the truth is, I could have just created a new version of Bube, but that's why I was like, it's so important that nah, we need to do it right. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, let's try to do it right. What should have been done back then? Let's do it with this time round. So that's why even when I spoke to the the, the, the family's lawyers, um, they were like. He was the, they were like, you know, the truth is you don't need to do this, but mm -hmm. we, appre we there's appreciation. Like, yeah. you know, like, yeah. like, this is something you don't need to do. Mm. There's nothing that you, you don't have to. You can release a song and just put it out and just do go on your merry way and do best. Yeah. But the way you've done it is really dope. And what did, which gave me further ideas. They were like, and you know, when you actually, in fact, and this is when I was discussing with their lawyer, he was like, this is a model. You should look at using this as a model that we, we this is how we treat Copyright those in public domain. Yeah. Let's, let's create a model and do. You can choose an artist every year, and just remake a song and do exactly what you've done. And I said, "Ha ha, that is powerful. That is something I will yeah, do." Yeah, that is powerful, brother. That yeah. is. And what I like about that is it's the preservation of 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 the heritage, mm -hmm. brother. Because one of the things that I'm really passionate about is 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 our our culture. You know, um, authenticity. You know yes. what I mean, and keeping it because. We flooded so much with um, content from the US, from 100%. The U Europe, it's and all diluted, that stuff. Yeah. It, you know, we almost don't even respect our own sometimes. Yeah, that's the problem. That's the problem that I feel in, in the music space that we it's dope to do what um, is happening in the US. I, I think it's a cool thing if you can do it, mm. but let that not be the only thing that we do. Correct. You know? and, and I Correct. believe if you are an artist, if you are a creator, yeah. you know, you cannot, or people do it, um, and this is not me <coughs> judging, but I feel that um, a lot of artists box themselves yeah. into genres, mm -hmm. and the guy says, I'm a rapper, I'm only going to rap, I'm only going to rap on trap, no, or whatever the case guys. is, on what's hot, but I'm like, Doug, why don't you You're do creative. something? Yeah, be creative, be creative, <laughs> take, take Mbira, hey. put Mbira in the songs <laughs> right there. Yeah, why not? Put it in. <laughs> why let's, not? Let's see. Let's see how it goes, you know, get, get, get some African um, um, authentic sounds into it, 100%. play with that. And if you look at what Shoma Josie 
is doing, what mm. Moonchild are doing. Mm. Um, um, you know, there's a lot of guy, artists who are very authentic and they're yes. really making it making it big that 100%. way. You know what I mean? It is true. You're seeing how those who are authentic, how you can see the difference. You see the difference, brother. <laughs> is it on a global scale, though. Yeah. So that yeah. shows that there's an appetite an for something appetite. that's new and fresh. And we have the opportunity to technically tell our own stories, be creative how we we can how express our creativity how we want to express it. And what you'll realize is that that's new to the world. Exactly. You know exactly. what I mean? So it's, it'll be embraced. People exactly. want to chow that. They want to eat that shit up. You know so what I mean? That's what we have to do. And the, the, the crazy thing is, if you think that, if you think of the fact that um, popular music, what yeah. we see from the U.S., you know, the way that it's driven, there's a propaganda behind it Absolutely. that's pushing it in that way. You Absolutely. know what I mean? That's the machine um, that is American. The machine, yeah, the machine know, has to push that. Yeah. I, I, there's, there's one guy, I think it was Professor, um, what's his name now, from, from, he used to be in Naughty by Nature. Okay. And he had a line where he was saying, the worst thing that's happening now um, in, 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 with music, in the uh -huh. music space is that, they are taking the worst of our culture and they promoting that That's what and they leaving the this you know what i mean this this, this genuine authentic stuff it's just being pushed to the side like nah, it's not interesting you know what i mean yeah. and and the nicest thing about the current days is with the internet we can push our own narrative there's no more there's no more like restrictions like there are were. no more restrictions like there's no gatekeepers <laughs> you that know? can block you from uploading something on youtube you yeah. know what i mean there's nothing yeah. that stops you from doing that look so, even yeah. talking about that i'm thinking about the content the podcast that you're doing with with jillian yeah julian um, yes. julian yes yes yes, yes, yes. yes. that is powerful brother yeah every thursday <laughs> so i tell people catch every thursday yeah um yeah. we call it discover it's on discover tv which is called uh discover africa yeah 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 i'm um, alongside my two brothers Mzwa, um also known as that guy uh -huh. and also say do he calls himself the man in charge. The man in charge. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's three African brothers. All of us work at quite established, renowned publishing entities. Mm -hmm. I'm at Sony ATV, Mzwa's at um, ACP, African Creative Publishing, and um, Seydou's at Shia Publishing. And I mean, it's just really, it's an opportunity to talk about publishing so people understand it, yeah. the, the, the role we have to play, yeah. um, and ask questions. Mm -hmm. And then we also do a showcase where we invite one artist just to talk about but as i said as a publisher we're interested in songwriters and producers so yeah. that's why so even the, the guys who you invite on the show these are guys who are producing and writing their own stuff so there just needs to be that clear distinction like people need to understand that we deal with songwriters and producers so but now tell me uh, since since you're talking about that how how i don't know if i've asked this earlier yeah. <laughs> that, no, how, yeah. how do you get an artist then there's a there's there's a, there's a creative in josie or something pretoria who yeah. wants to be a songwriter who wants to be okay. published say by or is a songwriter who wants to be published by sony rather than so the best way to do it is um we have got a dedicated email at sony atv mm -hmm. um it is demos demo z a so d-e-m-o-z-a at sonyatv.com mm -hmm. and basically uh the best way is and every fortnight mm -hmm. uh, myself and the team we have what we call our A&R listening session internally and we just go through all the stuff that's been sent. Mm -hmm. um, so basically what we require is if you have an artist biography, just having your biog, make sure your links are there for your social media channels as well as any of the DSP platforms and stuff mm -hmm. um, so we can check out your stuff. Um, yeah, actually. And I mean, if you want to get your biography, if you could also give us some... Um, 
stats, some data on how some of your stuff has been performing. That's if. I know if you're brand new, it's fine. You don't have it. It's all good. Because publishing is about it's about talent. Now. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It really oh, yeah. is. It's not about the the show, the flash. It's real about it's about the songwriting. Can this person? And my job is, as I said, is to find you other work. Can I? When I'm getting you to collaborate. It's not collaborating in the sense you're now featuring on someone's song, collaborating in the sense you're writing a song for someone else mm. or you're producing a beat for someone else. That's the When I say collaboration, I'm looking mm. to get guys to collaborate. Mm. That's how it collaborates. If, for example, when I send the song to Ningi Ningi in Korea, for example, and they're happy and they're like, oh, wait a second, who actually was on that demo? Whose voice is that? And they keep your voice and they want to keep you as a performing artist. Wonderful. Oh, yeah. Wonderful for you, <laughs> but it's not, that's not what I'm after. Yeah. I'm after, I need you to write songs for me. I need you to produce songs for me. It's almost like, yeah, it's like you must look at us like we're dealers. We're yeah, music yeah. dealers. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? We're, <laughs> yeah. we're, you're the, we're the main supplier. Yeah, yeah. the main supplier. Oh, yeah. That's it. So now tell me, if, if, if you're signing an artist as a, as a composer, as a songwriter, mm. so if I'm that artist, I just write songs and then how does it work from there? You would then give it to a yeah, particular so Sony the best artist. way for it to work is, a, is two ways. It's usually to work with a purpose. Mm -hmm. So it's not just saying you guys write songs and send me stuff. Um, and usually it's work with a purpose when the opportunity is there. That's how, I, that's how I've seen so far. So I've been at Sony for three months and I've seen that's what works is that so what would happen is I will get a brief from Korea. Mm -hmm. So for example, that's why it's about it's about your ability to also get out of your comfort zone. So for you to be like, I'm just a rapper, then you miss on up. If you, if you are a producer and I just do a trap, you need to learn as a creative to expand yourself, to get mm. out of your comfort zone. Because, mm. I mean, I get hella from, like the first thing I did at Sony was to start internally, reach out internally yeah. so that we start talking. So I reached out to the LA team. I reached out to the New York team, reached out to the team in Korea, Thanks. reached out to, we all, so I mean, <laughs> we, we, we connected and obviously introduced as well, sorry. But um, those are the things that went down. So we, we I established those kind of links and we're already starting to talk with the UK team. They throw ideas and we kind of bouncing off like that. Um, so briefs do come in. Mm. Uh, Korea is the most active because K-pop, if you understand the K-pop market, is, is crazy. Yeah. It's massive. So this, I get almost, honestly, I can get between two or three briefs a week from Korea. Mm -hmm. And what I would do then is once you sign with us and obviously you're, that means you're capable. And obviously we also, it's about quality, not quantity here. Yeah, yeah. It's not about number. We're not looking <laughs> yeah. for the most. We just want to make sure quality. So I will share the brief with you and the brief will detail. It'll have references. It'll show you this is the kind of song we're looking for. Here references. This is the artist. They'll give you all the information. And one of the things I, I, I share with my producers is that and this was passed on to me when I spoke to um, the head of creative of Sony ATV in, in, in Atlanta, uh, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I spoke to him and he was like, you know, when you, when you get a brief, make sure that your, your writers you must eat, sleep, and breathe that artist for that time. They need to become familiar. They must, and number one, they must create fresh music based uh, on the brief that's there. They must listen to the references of what they want. They must listen to their songs prior. Mm. They must do, like, it's not just about making a beat. It's it's now a science. Yeah, yeah, You need to take yeah, this seriously. Yeah. Mm, and that's mm. how I talk to these, like, I need you guys to treat it like that. Like, you have to do the research. You need to go onto their social media pages, see what kind of, like, you know, you have to go in Understand, depth. Understand, yeah. And yeah. then 
then you start creating. Mm. Don't go into your hard drive and think, oh, this, I think this works. I've done this already. This yeah, already. yeah. That's lazy. Yeah, and that, yeah. For me as well, that's lazy. And that's how I'm like, for anyone who wants to work now with me, let's work. Mm, mm. That's all it's about. And doing that is eat, sleep, breathe that artist. Yeah. Figure out who, what, the, what kind of sound are they comfortable on. If there's seven acts, which is often with the K-pop, there could be seven artists on the song. They have their groups still. They still do mm. those. Like, oh, yeah, like yeah. They have a lot of uh, groups, boy yeah. bands, girl bands. Girl bands, and yeah. you have to figure it out. But that's yeah. your job. And that's what I rely on you to. I will give the opportunities. And then, then what will happen is you send me a demo with well depending on whether they just want an instrumental or whether they just want a um yeah or maybe they want a demo which has vocals and thing oh yeah um the songs don't have to be mixed and mastered it's just a demo a demo just needs to be recorded so that whoever's listening on the other end can understand what oh, the yeah. direction so and if so they take it then you you're in guap you, yeah it's just like that like yeah, that. yeah 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 make money like that and i guess that's that's another channel of of of, of generating revenue Absolutely. yeah yeah and yeah. that's why um there's, there's, that's it's definitely another way of generating revenue because I know we all a lot of the creators they're chasing the performing, yeah, yeah. It, it makes sense though because that's the way the industry has kind of set it up is that mm -hmm. when you're performing, that's the guys who are making money. Mm -hmm. Those are every night. I mean, guys hit. I think even one of Casper's interviews, he talked about every weekend as in per gig. I think he's what, how much is he saying? Casper's getting mad. He's money. getting wop. <laughs> I remember. I think money. in my head, I just remember like, it could be on some. Is it hundred k or something like that? I think he was saying you could be clocking around two fifty in a night, but I think it was probably more though. Yeah, I yeah. don't know why I've got that calculation, but anyway. But mm. I mean, but the That's thing about COVID, yeah, mm. it's not for everyone. Not mm. everyone mm. has to be a Casper mm. and mm. performing. Mm. They, there's still guys in the background. We still need the producers and the songwriters who are just as important as a performing artist. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Mm. We need you guys to create the stuff. As I said, Casper's now going to be on radio tours. He's going to be performing. He and and the truth is, as a creative, you always want to be working, but he, maybe he can't focus on music. Yeah, anymore. yeah. He's busy, and he'll be tired. You're a human being. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> you also want to include family life. Yeah. You've got to, now you're still expected to write music. Sometimes you need to lie on these songwriters and producers mm, to mm. do what they need to do and create demos for you. Yeah. So in fact, if is is Casper what is he signed with Sony? Does he have a deal oh, no, with no, Sony? Sony. Um, no, no, Casper. I think he's with yeah, yeah, Def Jam. Oh, Def Jam. Okay, Universal but Def Jam. so so for which which rapper do you have? Do you, do you guys have on, on on Sony? Is there any rappers as, that you guys have? Sony, the record label. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think. Uh, Questa, I think, had to do with Sony. Questa, yeah. yeah. So basically what I'm trying to get to is, let's say I'm a producer listening to this, okay. and I'm like, okay, um, I want to send my demo to demos at a at sony.com. Cool. Um, and I know Questa is part of, the, part of the catalog, so I'm producing a song. Well, no, no, so that's why I say it's different. No, no, so, oh, so that's how I was trying to differentiate when you're asking which rap is jam. Oh, oh, yeah. Because yeah. I didn't know whether you're saying on the performing side, on the record label side, or which rappers are signed to oh, Sony ATV oh, as writers. Oh, oh. So so as as ATV, yeah. um, can you get a writer for a Sony artist? Absolutely. So so let's say then I can get a writer for any artist. Any actually. artist. So the good thing about publishing is not it's not an exclusive deal that we only feed Sony oh, so oh. We, it's about that's what I'm saying it's a, we're selling music yeah. so I can go to Ambitious and be like listen we've got this I can oh. go to Universal and be like listen who's looking for music so it's I just about you. knowing everywhere whether you're independent whether you're major my job is to get you um, people busy yeah. so it's, and that's why and that's part of the work that I'm doing is building these relationships so that I, I know who's doing what who's dropping when oh, yeah. and mm -hmm. this also expands also now because of Sony as I said global there's a really dope um, who's looking list. 
mm-hmm. that we have, which mm-hmm. is international, all the names that you guys know. Mm. There's a list there, which I really want our guys to yeah, jump on yeah. So, so I could then send a beat to, to, to you guys. So and if then we you... sign you, then basically, mm-hmm. but as I said, it, it depends on who's actually really looking. Oh, yes. It's not jazz, yes. because sometimes, yeah, yeah. I mean, Casper's just dropped an album, so I doubt he's looking for music yeah. now. Yeah. Or Nasty, or, the, or the, everyone who's just dropped. Mm-hmm. Um, I doubt they're looking for music now. So it's all about when when it's needed so uh, what my job is is to really build good relationships with all these guys to know when they're going to be wanting music uh, now, uh, to yeah. know when they're looking for writers mm-hmm. when they're hosting song camps i mean i think it was very fortunate we we were able to submit for um show my josie so uh um song camp that went down in September early September. Uh-huh. So she had a song camp and she was looking for music. And I oh, mean, yeah. fortunately, I, I was able to get my guys to write and we submitted. We'll see what gets chosen and stuff. Yeah. But I mean, so you mean that's the opportunities powerful, and that's how it man. needs to work. Yeah, powerful. Mm. That's very powerful, brother. And and look, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping everyone who's listening and is going to take advantage of this because it's a it's a massive opportunity. It's a yeah. massive opportunity it that is. you guys can put on. Flip, uh, Munya, <laughs> this has been so dope. And just wrapping all of this up, up, you know, there's yeah. a lot of info that you just yeah, took out. Yeah. Jules, brother, Jules. <laughs> yeah, no, it's the only way to um, do it. Yeah. yeah, I just want to know your parting shots um, in terms of what is what future do you see for African music? What is, what do you envision in the next five years, ten years, or whatever mean, the case is? The, ma- the potential is massive for mm. this continent, especially since, as in, as we're all aware, the world's eyes on us right now. Mm. As in, Africa is cool. We are the cool right now. We're the cool kids. And we need to own that. And <laughs> yeah. we need to almost lead those who are looking in. Yeah. Um, for me, um, the biggest thing, as I said, is education. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We need to now start treating music like a business. That's the truth. I mean, the talent is there, without a doubt. The artists and the creators are there. But I, I, I really want to be a part of this movement where we're developing business-minded people in the industry so that shop, uh, whoever's in the studio, Ningi, producer and artist in the studio making a beat, it's fire, they're excited. They Let them not think about uh, a split sheet. But I want someone to be in that place, a third person to be in the room to be at least like, okay, guys, yes, the fun is good. We mm-hmm. love it. But, but before, we, before we all go home, how are we going to divide the song for the composition rights? Yeah. What are the splits? Are mm-hmm. we going 50-50 because maybe... Um, it was the producer invited and it's just 50-50, there's no money that went across, however we, or did maybe someone do more on the beat than the other person? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So how are we going to split it up? And it's based on work. Mm. That's that percentage of when it comes to composition, right? That 100% is based on how much work did you put in? If you feel you did 75% of the song and you both agree, 75, 25, paper, done. done. It's yeah. one less thing to worry about because then when that song starts making guap, mm. And you haven't done that stuff. And now Munya is claiming 100%. You, now it's a dispute. The money's frozen. No yeah. one wins. No one wins, so yeah. education is so important. And I know also another thing in my personal capacity that I'm currently working on is putting together... So Moti is originally a name I gave myself as man of the industry. Man of the and industry, And I used yeah. to, yeah, I used to play with that. And because that's what I want to be, a man of the industry, someone who's credible, works with integrity, tries and gets done what I can you know I, I do I'm doing my best for the industry yeah and but then I as, as time went by I remember things changed in my head and I said you know what I don't want to be the only man of the industry we need to be, develop others so the M changed to M instead of man it changed to master Ooh. so it's now masters of the industry masters and of that's the, the movement so Moti for me is now masters of the industry now and mm-hmm. I'm working on an online platform called MotiAfrica.com mm-hmm. and on this site 
the, all the stuff I'm sharing now is what I want to, which would be on this platform. Mm -hmm. I, I'll be able to, I'm going to, in video format, because I know creators don't like to read. Yeah. And all yeah, that shit. Yeah, right? yeah. So it's going to be in video format. Dope. Build this platform, building the narrative from where, if you write a song, what are the things that you need to be aware of? Because that's the problem. People don't know. Yeah. You think you made the song and it's done, but you need to treat it like a business and there's things, there's admin that needs to be handled mm. in order for the monies to flow. To start flowing. Like you yeah. said, the chakras need to all now, you know, right? let it yeah. flow. Yeah. Alignment, so, yeah. So, multi Africa, yeah. and I'm also working on an online uh, digital split sheet to try and assist with split sheets because one of the biggest Dope. things we're not dealing with split sheets. Dope. So, yeah. uh, that's also in development as I'm even talking to you. Mm. So, hopefully, I really want to launch this before the end of the year. Um, there have been a few delays and people have been distracted a bit, but. I think I'm back on it. So yeah. MotiAfrica.com is going to be coming. And this is it's just something to give you guys just so that, yeah, so you yeah. can all do better. You can do better. So you don't come in here blind thinking that you can just drop a song and it's going to sell a million streams. And right. you're make nah, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. All these people who you think are overnight celebrities, um, they've been putting in grind. You'll yeah. end up saying yeah. that they've been in the game for 10 years. Yeah. If you think about someone like Burner Boy, I mean, if you actually think about Burner Boy, I mean, when he was in SA back then, I yeah, mean, we're yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. 2000 and something, 11, 12. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, he's been putting in that he's grind big. for him to be a global superstar mm. now. Even before overnight. he came to the side, he was yeah, doing even the work in Niger, in Niger, he was doing yeah. the thing. So, yeah. I mean, it's not overnight success and that's yeah. one of the biggest lies. Um, in actual fact, I often feel, and I know I, I, I feel passionate about this, so uh -huh. sorry about the vent, but I think sometimes you lose value in music because it's so easy to make now. People yeah. think that you can just download a program, you make a song, you put it out, you become an overnight celebrity hit. It doesn't work like that. Mm. Those are the lies that I've been fed. Yeah. And the reality is, it's hard work. Being a musician, an artist is hard work. Yeah. It, it, building a brand, it's, bu it's basically building a brand. That's exactly. what it is. Mm. You're building a brand and that's what, it, it's not easy to do that. Yeah, um, yeah. And that's on the artist side and on the composition and performing artists, um, the, the producing and writer side, it's almost just the same, but at least, is based on talent though. Yeah, If yeah. you're a good songwriter, if you're able to, you can start earning earlier as a songwriter and producer than as an actual artist. Before even making it to the charts Absolutely. and all You know that, what I yeah. mean? And that's yeah. the opportunity and that's the distinction I want there to be and people to understand. Yeah. But all in all, closing remarks is we need to educate ourselves when we do better. When we know better, we do better. Yeah. Um, I, I call myself the favorite Moti because I want to be your favorite man of the master of the industry. Master but of the industry. We need other masters of the industries, males and female, everybody. We need, we just need these people business minded. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, look out for Moti Africa. I'm always on uh, Instagram's my platform of choice. Yeah. But um, you're busy on Instagram. Ah, your stories are always place. popping. That's my favorite spot, <laughs> Joe. I love Insta. Your stories so, are always I love popping, brother. Yeah. So, I mean, but just, look out for when announcements of Moti Africa. I know I've set up social media for all of it already, yeah. but there's nothing on it yet for Moti Africa. You could have went for Moti.Africa. That's what I actually, no, no. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, I did. Using MotiAfrica.com. Yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> I actually, initially, funny enough, I did want to do Moti. Dot Africa. Africa, yeah, but it was actually taken. Ah. It actually was taken. Actually, funny <laughs> oh, enough, because I saw you got now the domain. You yeah. can put dot Africa. So that's why uh, my other company is called the, the, the Create Dot Africa. Oh, because oh, I did okay. that with also some of the other things. Yeah, I did for some of it. Yeah. So Create is my the company, but um, 
and also look out for for the project Happy Endings, the mm-hmm. Mbube story. So mm-hmm. that's where that's where the whole Mbube 2020 falls under. Yes, it's yes. Happy Endings because at the end of the day, I wanted to give a happy ending to the family because if you watch the documentary that's currently on Netflix, there's no happy ending for them. Yeah. So ultimately, um, once I'm done with this Mbube 2020, we've been documenting everything. I want to also tell the story of how what what it took to do what I did with the song and this project mm, mm-hmm. so that you know better as well so you can see that oh, okay so you have to sort this out you have to make sure this kind of agreements in place what kind of negotiation and we're doing documenting everything and there's something which at the end of the day i want it will be on netflix yeah and it'll be the happy endings that they deserve and ah, then we'll keep on getting more and more fans. Yeah, so yeah look yeah. out for happy endings the mbube story and there'll be more stories to come because uh the Solomon Linda story is not the only one yeah, out there, so yeah. you know, look out for more. But the brand will be there, happy endings. And right. shout out to you, man. To There's do. so much stuff that you're doing. I love the content space that you are into. And, and you know what? As a foundation as well, that's the space that we want to play into. That's Beautiful. the space that we want to... We, wanna, we need to start documenting our stories. 100%. We need to start um, keeping... Key. You know what I mean? It's, it's very key. key. I'm checking your um, Sankofa. Is this the Sankofa sign? Oh, it's the... Um, this is the Gina Me. Gina, yeah, 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 yeah from Ghana. Yeah, yeah, from oh, Ghana. All my tattoos are actually the Ghanaian symbols. Is it? Like, is it? They're all from West Africa. Uh, Adinkra symbols. Yeah, which yeah. I, I just fell in love with them. Actually. Nah, powerful, yeah, no, powerful, so, yeah, powerful, That's man. what we do. <laughs> nah, jeez, brother, thank you so much, man. Um, this pleasure. was supposed to be 30 minutes. Ah, <laughs> we're on what, 50. what are we on? We're on 50. 55. Uh-huh, that's good. We must give them an extra 25. Give them what you know, your favorite mode gives you a little you know extra I mean? all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, we'll talk, dog. We'll talk. No, I think no, the platforms that, you, that you're working on, yeah. I'm very interested to find out about those. So when you're ready to launch, let us know, you know, um, let's 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 talk about it. Let's let's let people know about it. Beautiful. And I'm so grateful, man, for what you've you've just said. Like, sure, you've just you've you've opened my eyes to a lot of stuff that I wasn't nice. even aware of. That's good. Yeah. And thank you so much, brother, man. Um, Beautiful. We're looking forward to to the platforms that you're going to be doing. Uh-huh. Look out for them, please. It'll, yeah. it'll, it'll only help y'all. Away. What what is your what is your um Insta Insta handle? So Insta handle is at Munya Chinetza. That's my personal one. Um, obviously, there's also uh, the Sony ATV. SA, mm-hmm. um, Sony ATV underscore SA. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Create Africa. <laughs> um, there's Moti Africa. Hey, there's hey. A, there's a, those are all the different handles. <laughs> but I mean, the one that's mainly active that I'm on controlling is my personal one, the oh, Munia yeah. Chanetza. So feel free to hit me up there. And oh, yeah. yeah, let's Bro, see. Bro, this is sick, man. Yes. Um, I, I, I need to find a way to, in post-prod, I'll speak to Skeezy mm-hmm. to help me out and put Mbobe. We need to get the song on oh, that beautiful. as well. Oh, yeah. beautiful, we And also it. the song is on, plat- on platforms, It's on right? all digital platforms. Yeah, so yeah what's the name? Mbube 2020. Oh, Mbube 2020. So if 2020. you look for Mbube 2020, um, Boki Alt, Cuba, Mautela Queens, and Moti. What did you do in there? One sir, let us just before so, Did you sing in the, in oh the yeah, song? Oh, yeah, so actually, so what ended up happening is, so we recorded the song um, at Am Studios uh-huh. in there in Newtown. And so we got the queens in and everything was done dead. And one of the things I forgot and I didn't think of is uh-huh. that you need the bass. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, even yeah. the Mautela queens, they, they're very a cappella. They, they murder. Their voices are so rich. Bah, you know, it's crazy. Bah. But um, I, we didn't think of the bass. So now we're like, we're in a position. <laughs> so actually, so the road manager, Veli Shabangu, mm-hmm. he, he, myself, and Cuba had to jump on for the bass. For the bass. Yeah, we had to do the things. And we showed up, yo. If you check on um, on YouTube right now, uh-huh. uh, under Create Channel, 
-hmm. There is a little video we have put together, just some behind the scenes of what went down. Oh, so, fire, so fire. So you see the, what went down in the studio and... Ah, definitely, we man. Were. We'll definitely share the links yeah, to that, yeah, man. Yeah, beautiful. Moti, yeah. Yeah, yeah. man, thank you so much, man. We out here, ah, Doug, no, away. Thank you, fam. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much uh, for everyone who's been listening, man. This is, like I said, this is the first installment of Indie Podcast. And um, we're going to be having many, many discussions like this with, with African creators, with young creators. And this is what we just want to explore. We just want to share information with the guys. We just want you to know what's happening in the industry. So look out for the next episode coming out. And a big shout out to the Department of Arts and Culture. They've actually uh, sponsored us um, um, with the equipment that we're using here. Big shout out to them. And we're going to be doing more content, like I say. We're here. Oh,